This is a little addendum being added to this episode of The First Mint this morning, just as we were posting episode 19, the one you're going to listen to. The news dropped that the rising stars set for the NBA All-Star Game is coming our way this Sunday, March 7th. That's right. It was, I guess, loosely announced by Rachel Nichols of ESPN on Twitter and then announced officially on the NBA Top Shot site That means that the NBA used the Top Shot site to announce their Rising Stars roster in the form of a pack reveal slash pack drop news announcement. This pack is going to drop sometime March 7th, this Sunday, which is the All-Star Day of All-Star Weekend, and the players involved. And again, this is a rare set. We don't know how many of these moments there will be or how many packs there will be, but there are a lot of players in there so far mentioned. The players are, for Team USA, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, DeAndre Hunter, Keldon Johnson, John Morant, Michael Porter Jr., Zion Williamson, James Wiseman, and for Team World, Precious Achua, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Denny Abdada, RJ Barrett, Facundo Capazzo, Brandon Clark, Lou Dort, Rui Hachimura, Theo Maladon, and Michael Mulder, Mikal Mulder, I should say. That's going to be the game this Sunday of the Rising Star Pretty much the who's who of NBA Top Shot, really, except for LeBron. So keep an eye out for that. We'll have more details for you on the First Mint Twitter. And this Friday on our live show, we will definitely discuss this pack with the Plunge Father and the Real Field D. So make sure you tune in for that. Otherwise, enjoy this awesome episode of the First Mint. What's up, everybody? It's LG Doucette here. Today is March 3rd, 2021. Welcome to the First Mint, a podcast where I talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on with NBA Top Shot. We got a very hot agenda for today's show. We're going to go through a couple updates at the First Mint, a couple of updates at Top Shot, and then also I'm going to give my thoughts on this current market pullback. Some call it a dip. It's definitely not a crash. It's a little pullback. And then we have another awesome interview with the top collector. The Greek freak is in the house. He and I are going to have a little chat. He is in the top 15 of collectors on Top Shot. And we are going to talk about the long-term value of collecting Series 1 of NBA Top Shot moments. I want to remind everybody here that none of the content on the show constitutes trading advice in any way and that this show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain. This is the first minute. It has been a quiet couple of days on NBA Top Shot. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, it won't have been so quiet. But Monday, Tuesday have been relatively quiet, but they haven't been quiet here at the first minute. Last night, Tuesday night, we tried out Twitter spaces with our good friend Justin Taylor, the Plunge Father, Chugs and Bugs, as well as quite a few others who joined, over 120 in total. Spaces is pretty much a Twitter equivalent to Clubhouse, except it's not limited just to iPhone users. You can join on mobile from iPhone, iOS, Android, whatever. You just kind of click on it. Very interesting concept. We had a nice little chat in there. We talked about base moments, Anthony Davis, brand activations through Top Shot. A nice little spot. There is no recording of it, but I will be letting you know when we're doing another one because it was very fun. So keep an eye out for them. You will need to be following us on Twitter to join. Other really awesome data that's been coming from the First Mint Network. We had a really great PJ Washington chart from Steve where he showed that there was a 35% uptick in purchases after PJ Washington's 42-point night the other day. We also had a really awesome player market cap chart from Greg Murray, where it turns out that 
17% of the entire player market cap in Top Shot is actually LeBron James to the tune of $274 million market cap for the King. Next up after him, second place is Zion with an $83 million market cap in all of Top Shot, which is about 6% of the whole thing. We've also seen a really great team market cap chart from Mr. Chugs and Bugs, showing again that the Lakers lead it with 19% of the overall market cap. A lot of that obviously coming from LeBron. And on Monday night, there was an awesome Twitch stream from none other than the Plunge Father himself. He was on Twitch answering Q&A, answering questions about the Anthony Davis challenge, and was also fielding questions about the whereabouts of Crypto Babe, to which he did not know nor answer. If you want to stay tuned to all this, make sure you are following the First Mint on Twitter, as well as following all these awesome contributors and friends of ours. Now on to Top Shot. Yesterday, we ran a poll because it was a very quiet day asking people what they think we're going to see next on Top Shot. The options were a 200,000 base pack drop, Cool Cats 3 release because we know that they've been minted, or a surprise all-star game set, which is something I made up. I don't know if that's going to happen. I know people have been talking about rumors. Alan has mentioned it here and there. I don't know. The fourth option was nothing. And the winning option from over 4,100 votes from you guys was surprise all-star game set with 39.6% of the votes, second being Cool Cats 3. Guys, I really hope that that does happen. I hope we get some kind of fancy all-star game set. I don't know what the likelihood is because it is getting very close to the all-star game. Cool Cats 3, probably more likely. And I would actually say that a bigger base pack drop is actually also very likely because it'd be very nice to go into all-star weekend with that. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do feel like we've had a bit of silence now for a couple days. The challenge rewards are out and we are due for something big. Speaking of challenge rewards, they both finished yesterday. One of them was a little bit delayed. The AD went a little bit later into the day, even though it had already been delayed from the day before. They were minted last night and being distributed to the owners. Derek Rose, the gift, finishing at about 3,484, and AD for Cool Cats 2, finishing or just around 7,100. Again, a reminder that sometimes more of these moments are minted because some accounts have some kind of issue with the challenge. I know a lot of people have been asking why are there more Lucas being minted and why is it listed as CC plus? That's just kind of how it goes with these challenge rewards. Usually within a couple weeks, that's changed, but know that some extra ones might be minted extra as in a handful extra, not as in a couple thousand. So don't worry if you got one of those, there won't be that many more. If it says CC plus, it's all good. If you're doing the cool cats challenge, I salute you. Good luck. You have probably had also to get your hands in the last couple of days on the Carl Anthony Towns moment, which hit the market late Monday night, being put on the market, obviously by former CryptoKitty owners. When it hit the market Monday night, that cat moment debuted at about $1,000. I saw a couple of people buying it for 1000 bucks, and then it dropped all the way down to 200 which it was then scooped up by some snipers, potentially some bots. I know some people were saying bots. There's no confirmation of if or not or whatever that they were bots, but definitely some very quick snipes, and it is now settled in the about four dollars to $500 range. Both of those moments, the Anthony Davis and the Carl Anthony Towns, part of the Master Challenge for LaMelo. Also, two other challenges going on now. There's only two, which actually doesn't seem like a lot in Top Shot, although back in the day, two was quite a lot. Those challenges being the hollow icon for James Harden. It's his first moment in a Brooklyn Nets jersey. That challenge is now actually going, if you want all those moments, they're actually going for around $80,000, which is down from $120,000. So that challenge cost has actually gone down by about 33%, which is cool. Still a tall glass of water, even for a legendary James Harden. 
The other challenge that's going on is for a Metallic Gold Terry Rozier. That is the first of the Series 2 Metallic Gold Challenges. That one also going for a little while. And that challenge costs going for about $12,000 on the marketplace. Next up, I'm going to give my thoughts on the current market pullback. And if you do watch our Twitter, you know that, again, one of our friends, Steve, posted yesterday, I think yesterday, that the rookies from Series 1 had now finally been affected by this dip. They'd been kind of impervious to it for a couple of days, but now they've dipped by about 10%. That's okay. I know a lot of people are new to Top Shot and wondering what's happening, why their account valuation is going down, how it can go down so quickly. So I'm going to give you my general thoughts. None of this is concrete. This is just my observations from having been in this game for a little while and having gone through a different dip last month and other dips in the last six months, okay? So first thing is that market flows are relatively normal. Any stock or market that is on its way to the moon or higher or just generally going up, there are bound to be dips. It goes up and then it goes down a bit and then it goes up again and then it goes down a bit again and it just keeps going through that cycle. So right now, we are very likely in the downward part of that long-term upward cycle. The thing in Top Shot, though, is that it happens way faster than it does on any other market. Say it was a stock that would take years or even those dips are like maybe months or something like that. But in Top Shot, it's quite literally days. So if you look at any other market, any other stock, what's happening right now, it's very normal. People sell. People sell a lot. They sell more than people are buying. That's when you have a dip. Next point, flippers are starting to get some of their money out. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people in here who are just here to make some money, make some easy money. They're not interested in collecting. They don't want to hold anything. They just want to buy stuff, rack the price up, and then get out. So now that the market has slowed down, those people are trying to exit with their money or at least sell stuff so they don't have to hang on to it for too long. So naturally, again, a pullback. Another thing that's happening is that we've seen a major slowdown in new supply. Yes, we had some stress tests and some releases last week, but it's not nearly enough. This is a 24-7, 365 economy. We need new supply to constantly stimulate it. We can't just stare at the same moments forever, which is kind of what I feel like we've been doing. These base two moments, we've been staring at them for two months, and that is way too long. We need this new stuff from the pre-order from Release 21. We need it to come out soon and regularly. Next point is that we've actually seen a lot of the Series 1 stuff hold its value quite well, which might mean that a lot of people have cashed out their Series 2 scores and invested longer term into Series 1. We're going to go into Series 1 long-term holds in just a minute. Point number five, everything actually kind of looks overpriced right now. And I'm talking specifically Series 2 base. And what that means is that new users are unlikely to buy it. For something like Top Shot to work, it needs to work for even the most baseline entry-level collectors. So that means people need to be able to get their favorite player, or at least a very good player, for something like $10 or $15, not $200. So let's say your favorite player is Donovan Mitchell or Joel Embiid. You need to be able to come into Top Shot and buy that player for 5 or 10 bucks, not 190 We need that level of balance. I know I talk about this all the time, so sorry if it's a bit of a broken record, but we also need things like challenges. We need challenges to be able to be accomplished for less than like $200, not 2000 That's balance. So again, back to the third point, we need that supply. We need the supply to drive down the prices or at least to have so much of the new supply that there are things that are affordable if we want new people to come into Top Shot. The last point, and this is more of a recommendation, if you rewind one month and you listen to episode eight of this podcast, it's titled The Marketplace Dip. We have a conversation with Andy, who's one of the smartest collectors in the game, 
and we talk about exactly what's happening right now, a market pullback where some people are selling, getting their money out, and Top Shot is preparing for another big burn with tons of new stuff. So it's very likely that in a few weeks, the economy is gonna get going again, we're gonna have new supply, and we will be clicking again. But until then, no new supply, boring time, boring people, people selling. It's just gonna be like that for a little bit. So hang tough, people. Next up, you're gonna hear my conversation with the Greek freak. Now, this guy is a great guy. He's also a very smart and lucky guy. He got into Top Shot at the right moment and has played his cards very well. He is holding tons of Series 1 and Series 2 stuff, and he has no intention of letting any of it go anytime soon. Maybe little trickles, but not that much. He and I are going to chat about stuff like what his favorite moments are that he's holding, how he ranks his Series 1 moments, what it would take for him to sell things like a LeBron Cosmic, as well as how ultimate moments like Genesis and Platinum Ice might eventually affect his behavior and his feelings towards his moments. And then at the end, we play a little game of Would You Rather, the first mint edition. And we are on with the Greek freak. He is a legendary collector in Top Shot, one of the top accounts and also one of the smartest guys in the platform. Greek freak, it is a pleasure to finally have you on the first mint. Happy to be here. Well, thanks for the kind words. I don't know about all that, but hey. Just take the compliments, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Just take it. All right, it. all right. <laughs> uh, let's start from the beginning, man. Like, how did you first get into Top Shot? Top, the irony of Top Shot for me was uh, I got into Wax Blockchain and uh, Garbage Pill Kids. I'm only into Top Shot because of Garbage Pill Kids, so that's the irony, first of all. It's something I collected in the 80s. And uh, I met Usman over there on another blockchain, and he heard about it, and he said, hey, you want to come into beta? And I jumped on. And uh, he wasn't working for Top Shot yet. So we both started collecting together. And just there's very few people in Top Shot at the time. And it was just exciting. I always loved NBA as a kid, grew up watching it. And so when I saw, you know, the first NBA NFTs coming out, I got really excited. Would you consider yourself a investor, collector, and NBA fan? What's your background there? I grew up collecting sports cards. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I had sold off my collection like over 10 years ago. And I, it was a big regret because I just love, love collecting cards. I love stats and sports all, all together. So, but I also like investing. I like the stock market and crypto. So when you take something like NBA Top Shot, it kind of combines all my interests in one. And that's why I went so big because it just, I love all, everything about it, right? Let's get into the topic of the day. Let's talk about Series 1. A really easy question for you. How many Series 1 moments do you have? I don't know exactly, but I have over 12,000 moments in my collection, and I would say about about 80% are Series 1. Just a casual 12,000 moments, no big deal. Just <laughs> something like that, yeah. You have a lot of them, and, and you've been here from the start. What, did, what are your thoughts on the long-term value of that Series 1? It being the first first Series and the first to come out and how rare they are with the limited numbers that we were just talking about. Well, the highest count is 3,999 compared to series two. That's rare. Some are as low as 1,000 on the bases. And obviously when you go to the rares and legendary, they've been less. Uh, we're talking like, yeah, Cosmic's 49, Hollow's 50. And they went up from there from, from the top and 59 and so on and so forth. But I just feel like it being the first introduction to Top Shot, the first series, I see this continue to grow down the line and I see it being very, very valuable. So when you're dealing, talking with someone like a LeBron James first moment or his Kobe tribute moment or something like that, I feel like those moments are going to be untouchable. They're just going to be, they're going to hit $100,000 and beyond and the average person won't be able to touch them. How do you plan to kind of roll out your series one long-term collection? And I mean that in the way that 
how do you decide what you sell and what you keep and what, what kind of triggers you to sell them or to keep them? Well, I think with all investments, it's important to take profits. And for me, it's like I do have an attachment to my collection and it's hard to sell. So I, I tell people this, make sure you hold on to your good stuff, hold on to your grails. Probably don't want to be touching your cosmics or your other uh, legendaries. You might want to sell some duplicates if you need to. But when you have extra duplicates of like bases, that's the easiest thing for me to sell. And rares. Like I went big on like early adopters and Kelly first New York and stuff like that. Right. So when I have extra of something, if I have 20 of a moment, I, I feel a little less uh, mad about letting one go. Right. So I, I always keep that and I always start with my highest mint. That's how I sell. One at a time, highest mint, and something I have more of is usually my strategy. And that way, it's a, it's a compromise between holding something that I think will continue to rise in value and letting some stuff go and continue to, to shave profits and keeping a balance with my collection and still as an investment too and, mm-hmm. and as a collector, keeping that balance. Let's talk about things that could actually threaten the value of Series 1. And sorry if that... It's a little bit of a sad thought for you. But no, do you think that more like run it back archival stuff, like let's say there is ever Kobe or MJ or Hakeem or anything like that, if those moments came out in like legendary form, do you think it's possible that people would think those are worth more than some of the Series 1 stuff? Well, possibly. I mean, I don't see why it's going to affect the Series 1. Just they might be, they might prefer that over Series 1. You can't go back and really ever buy these packs again, unless you're going to be able to buy them on the market. Right. So other people come in are going to have a chance to buy these newer run it back sets, right. And these packs and they're, they're all going to be sought after is the way I see it. I don't see it as a direct competitor, but I feel like, yeah, I know you're going to hate this, but like you go, why are these crypto punks selling? Like, right. You talk about Drew talking about that, but like you, they were the first NFTs. These are going to be the first NBA top shot. Right. And just having that, caliber and that that mystery and and that untouchable feeling about them i think will give them value in the long term but we're we're just we're not even a year out yet right we're still very very new here and it's just released in the summer of 2020 yeah so based on it still being so new wait five years what does that mean then Mm-hmm. Like, look at how long it took, for example, Bitcoin to actually become something, right? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes by just holding something and forgetting about it, it could be it could be millions of dollars. I'm not saying if you hold 10 random bases, it'll be worth millions of dollars, but you just never know sometimes, especially if you're holding some some grails like LeBron James, or I'm saying if you're holding, imagine what a cosmic set's going to go for in, say, five years. It's going to be untouchable. It's going to be, it's just going to be crazy. Yeah, exactly. Do you think you would ever be tempted to trade in some of your Series 1 stuff for some of the other Series 1 Genesis or Platinum moments? You know, I'd, I'd be tempted. I'm not going to lie. I mean, definitely, I kind of feel like the Genesis or the Platinum, you're talking about Ultimate and Platinum, right? The Platinum Ice? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Genesis, yeah. Genesis. just for those that don't know, Genesis right. were the first ones ever made. They're one of one. There's five players right, from each right. team. You have a one of one. And the Platinum Ice, there are three of three of each play ever made on top shot gets three of three platinum ice moments so even the newest stuff that's about to come out right. has three platinum ice moments of each of those that are reserved for some kind of future promotional use or being given to players or well, i don't know about that part but maybe given as reward in hardcore games or i don't know we don't know what it is some of them are going to go to auction as well would you be tempted if you had the opportunity to trade or or sell the some of your you know LeBron Cosmics and stuff like that, would you do that for the chance to get some? Of that? I, I only have one LeBron Cosmic, so that would be out of the question. But would I trade <laughs> some high end stuff for for them? Yes, because I consider them to be Series One, and because 
since the beginning of Top Shot in June, they've been teasing us with with these ultimates and platinum mites. And we saw, you know, we saw photos and everyone's like, ooh, you know, like going crazy about it. Since it's been minted since the beginning, it it is part of this Genesis series one, right? These are the rarest ones, right? To me, it's not series two or anything else. Those are definitely the top tier. And like you're saying, is, hmm, is it better than cosmic? Maybe, but look what has look at how the cosmic I've been telling people since the beginning, cosmic are special. So when I met MBL, he got it right away. So he ended up getting whatever he could right before everything blew up. So he did really well. But I feel like even though I've saw I've seen cosmics kind of slow down at times, but then they pick back up, they kind of slow back down, kind of we slow down again and you're gonna see another they come in waves, right? But I feel this is a whole nother entity. So when you're talking about ultimates and platinum ice, they're just there's only so much to go around. And I feel like they're going to be so pricey that, so I don't really know even how expensive they're going to get, but I think it's with some of these key star players, it's going to be gross. <laughs> it's going to be mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be crazy. I mean, how much is LeBron 101 or Zion 101 and Luca 101 going to go for, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, time will tell, right? Like there's a lot of money coming in the top shot. I don't know if it's something I'll ever be able to get or, or even you, but. What's the next moment you're going to sell out of your Series 1 collection? And what is the one that is the absolute last one you would ever get rid of? Shoot, I would have probably say my LeBron Cosmic now. I have LeBron Cosmic, LeBron Hollow, and I also have a, I have a John Morant number 12 jersey match uh, rookie debut that I really, really like. And uh, that's one of my favorites as well. But uh, I would feel and, – and side note, my probably my new baby that I, that I would have a hard time getting rid of right now too is my number one uh, Kobe tribute throwdown, LeBron James, number one of two seventy five. So it's the first mint. I feel like that's probably my best moment right now, next to my cosmic. What's the moment that'd be the first one you'd sell? Like, what's next on the docket for you to off off for a series one? Yeah, easiest thing for me to do is I go to series one bases sets and I look. And I I love Lou Williams. He's a talented, uh, underrated you know Clipper. But I have like 53 of them, so easily I could go and sell something of that caliber. That's easy for me to go to the highest man. That's how I operate. I try to be detached from certain things. Totally. Uh, so I kind of look at what I have a lot of, and is this going to hurt me to sell one of my highest mints? Probably not. So I kind of just look at it from a non-emotional standpoint when I have that many of them. What would it take for you to sell that LeBron Cosmic or that LeBron number one throwdown? When I invested in this, uh, the, the number one throwdown LeBron, I said it's going to hit a million dollars. So I feel that's my, my low on that right now. Long term in series one, how much will serial numbers actually matter outside of number one in Jersey? I think it, it's always mattered. And it's funny from the early days when I was talking to some friends and collectors, we'd always talk about, you know, oh, this number one, this could be worth, you know, $100,000. Like I had number one Yanni's Cosmic that I had bought from someone and we were talking, this could be worth a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And then it's funny now that's underpriced, you know, in a sense of what people will pay for it now. But I feel like when you're just talking about bases and, and other, and other moments, I, yeah, I, I feel like the sky's the limit, the, the early, like number one jerseys and last mints obviously have value, but still I see a lot of people looking for the lowest possible. And, but just a seller's perspective, People don't focus so much right now. I think right now on the on actual mintage, they focus more on the floor and just trying, even if it means, okay, they could pay maybe just 25% more and get a mint that's, you know, sub 20, but they focus more on just, oh, no, I'm going to save money and just buy, you know, this mint that's, you know, a few away from the highest. So I, I've noticed that a lot. It's a lot easier just to sell up the floor. 
but I think mints will get more and more valuable over, over time. I'm already seeing it now. What's a series one moment sale that you regret? I sold LeBron James cosmic for $5,000 in December. Yeah. Has it been, has it been I mean, resold since? Do you know which, what, do you know what? No, I sold it. You know, you know what? I'm also happy. I did like, sometimes I'm happy to sell stuff because it means someone else had an opportunity. Right. And I actually did it because I was supporting another project and that allowed me to do it. But the only reason I did it is because I probably, okay, I spent money and now I need to sell something. And I was offered it at the time, the market, I think the floor was around 7,000. It's all right. Like sometimes, you know, you make these moves and I look back and I made some trades for Top Shot for some projects that actually went under and other things and on wax and other things. And now these people are sitting on a lot of money, a few hundred grand because of the trade I made. And, you know, you can look back and say that that's a big regret, but also a philanthropist might say, hey, you know what? You just gave someone a life-changing opportunity, right? What advice could you give people who might be entering Top Shot now or have entered recently who are looking at series one, seeing some of that long-term value? What advice would you give them for kind of navigating that? And let's just assume that they don't have the budget for a LeBron Cosmic. Right. I mean, right now, this is the time if you're talking today, March 2nd, right? There's value everywhere, right? Look at the players you like. Look look at some of these star players. Look at their value. You can look about what were they just selling out a few days ago. Into February, February 28th, some of these, I mean, we just had a dip. So these are the opportunities. Look at the players you like. Uh, compare them to like the other stars and like is this a for like does this seem like a good deal and look at the other prices you can everything is there which is nice on the blockchain right even go on crypto slam and look up player one by one by any set or anything else and look at the mints you might even get some good deals on some mints there so if you might if you see a serial number you know something minted to say a thousand and you see a serial number in the 200 at the floor price that's a that's a good value so definitely and also i tell people that too if you see something at the floor price but it's only a dollar or two more or just a little bit more for something that is in the low mintage, I think that's a no-brainer. You should always be looking mm. at that. Are there any hidden gems in Series 1 that you really covet, like outside of the you know Jersey Jaw and the number one LeBrons, all that kind of stuff? Are there nice little nuggets that maybe are lesser known? I always tell people this, so let's, since this is being recorded, let's, let's reveal this one more time, is the first six retired moments ever where LeBron James, his first moment, the same moment as the Cosmic, the Hollow, the MGLE, the, the Steph Curry, the assist. We have uh, Yanni's dunk. We have Harden, uh, Westbrook, and Derrick Rose. Those first six moments, currently, there's only 437 circulating of, of 1,000 minted. Uh, they were retired as soon as From the Top came out, and that's when the Kobe tribute came out, the, the dunk and other moments. And that was an MVP set. They, they made two moments of... Uh, of each of those MVPs, previous MVPs of the NBA. So those six moments that people don't really realize were the first ever retired Top Shot moments. And there's only 437 circulating later to be released uh, by Top Shot. They haven't really disclosed yet, right? Exactly what they're doing, but they're, they said they wouldn't just release them all or anything, right? Now we're going to play a little game and it's called Would You Rather? And I'm going to give <laughs> okay. you two options and you got to tell me which one you would rather, okay? Series one LeBron Cosmic or Series one LeBron Hollow? I'll be taking the cosmic, even though the hollow is more rare. Would you rather one of each of Luka Doncic's first moment? So it's a dunk on March 11th. There's a base, there's a hollow, and there's a metallic. So one of each of the Luka from series one, or one of each of Deck the Hoops, the entire set, series two. I love Deck the Hoops. I love the art for that, and it's a great set. But those Luka moments, and you're saying, well, you're not getting the first round. You're just getting the, the first moment, right? So the MGLE. Just the first that, moment. All, that's I right. would take, I would take those, those Luka's such a superstar. And those are his first top shot moments. 
I would take the Luca series okay. one, those three. And all okay. three of those are huge. Something a little bit more personal here for you. A series one Giannis metallic number one or series one Giannis last mint of the cosmic. So the number 49. Uh, I would probably take the number one MGLE because that was never in packs, by the way. And, and they were only airdrop. So people don't know that really there. That was the only MGLE that was not released. It was only early adopters got 50 of them. And now they're releasing them in showdown contests or whatnot. Right. Did that fact that it's so rare, um, it gives it a little bit, I don't know, higher value in my mind, but those last minutes, it's funny as I got, Oh man, you know, who's a, the last mint cosmic master is MBL two, six, seven speaking of him. I, oh, he got oh, my, I my Luca and some others. And I never thought, thought about it. You know, I, last mints, I never even thought about it in the early times. You know, I was focused more on low mint. I, I let a lot go for nothing. Every single LeBron cosmic and hollow from series <laughs> one or Giannis comes to your birthday party sings you a song and then the song becomes an nft that you own gotta take a little bronze that'd, that'd be crazy not to right <laughs> <laughs> are you sure i'm sure you can sing a beautiful greek song just for you guys maybe a, yeah some kind of childhood meaningful song <laughs> speaking of that I, I you know greeks are crazy and i remember they showed up at a, at a basketball game and they're singing the greek national anthem in the u.s for Giannis, and he's singing along just having a good time i thought that was hilarious I have one more question for you, and it's actually been sent in from one of your fellow collectors. Arsenic wants to know why you have 36 Cody Zellers and you haven't traded them to him yet. <laughs> you know what? I give, I actually gave him some Cody Zellers before when we did a trade. He's like, just throw me 10 Cody's and we're good. I'm like, okay. Uh, tell Arsenic I, I have a Cody Zeller coming his way. You hear that, Arsenic? We got one more seller for you on the road to a thousand. Oh, awesome, Greek! Thank you so much for your time, man. It's it's great to finally have you on the pod. Thank you for having me. It's always a good time. And that is going to do it for us today. Thank you to everybody who has sent me their thoughts, their feedbacks, their well wishes, their questions. I love getting it. I do my best to respond to every single person who writes to the first mint. So please keep hitting us up. Follow us at the first mint on Twitter. Follow me, LG Dusan, on Twitter as well. Again, I do my best to answer quickly. Next thing you're going to see from us, we have our awesome Friday live show coming up. We do it every week on YouTube. It's at 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern. Give it a watch. Last week, we had so much fun, and we have another awesome show lined up for you this Friday. Otherwise, good luck collecting out there. Good luck during All-Star Weekend. We'll see you Friday on the first Mint.